Hello, everybody, and welcome to Lee and Haley Overtime. It's our second podcast. Oh, my gosh. Episode two? This one's called Mood Lighting. Oh, is it? Well, it feels different in here. Well, we have to decide the title. Last week, I decided it. You get to decide. Today's episode, episode two, Mood Lighting. Yes. Hello, everyone. Thanks to everybody who uh, watched or listened to our last podcast here on the uh, KSR platform Mm -hmm. and our friends with... uh, on three. Yes. We had Tim Couch on last time. He was our guest and we can't follow that. So we're we're not going to have anybody show up and embarrass them. (laughs) Yes. Yes. No guests this week. So sorry. You just got to hang out with Lee and I. So. So, um, one of the things that we did today, we both went to hypnotherapy. Yeah. We saw a hypnotist Mm -hmm. and he put us both deep under. Yes. Yes. He did. Yeah. So you'll see that soon on the Lee and Haley show. It was a place called Live Today Hypnosis, which I didn't realize till he said it out loud. I realized that I in my head had been saying Live Today Hypnosis. Yeah. Well, well it's like a show. It's I right guess, yeah. Near the buffet in Vegas. Yeah. In my head, I was reading it like it was the name of a TV show. So when he said it's Live Today Hypnosis, I was like, you sound so dumb right now. That is not, that is the name. That is the name. Anyway, so yeah, we met with um, certified hypnotist Paul Bishop, and he put us both under to help us. The man had beautiful hair. He had beautiful hair, beautiful skin, beautiful spirit. Yeah. His hair, though, was honestly. It was I, like McDreamy's. It was like McDreamy's. In the Ferrari movie. Yes. Very gray. Maybe but even very, better. Yeah. It was awesome. Thick, luscious locks. Oh, my gosh. I was hypnotized. You really were. We were halfway through the interview, and Lee, out of nowhere, goes, this guy's hair. And I was like, we've already talked about it. It was awesome. Anyway. I, I don't. You, I do that quite a bit. If I find something intriguing about a person, I'll stop the conversation and comment on that. Like a physical thing? Yeah, it could be physical. It could be anything. Yeah. But I'll go, I love this guy's... You do do that a lot. Whatever it may be, or this girl's... Yeah. Well, I don't really use the, do, do it to the women that much because in today's society, that can be misconstrued as a pass. Oh. And okay. I don't pass. What do you do? I I hold on to the ball. Yeah, I hog. I'm what are you hiding under the table there? Beer. Really? You're of age. No, it's a, it's a soft drink. I just don't want anybody to know what it is. Why? Because they're not paying us. Oh, my gosh. You're so stupid. Well, no offense. My friend Fielding would pay me. I'd tell you what it is. <laughs> you make a bigger issue by hiding it. If you just drank it, who cares if you're drinking I it? I drink like a president. Is that how the president drinks? Mm. The last two. Have. Oh, those two. They love it. <laughs> you know, yeah, Donald Trump is famous for his love of Diet Coke. What is Joe Biden like? Um, Insure. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't think you know I was what? trying to think of uh, Mucilex or Maalox or but those weren't what I was What's going Mucilex? Mucilex is a cereal, I believe. But there Mus- is Mus- there, there is an Mus- old person's drink that yeah. starts with an M. What is it? Metamucil, the Metamucil. Fi- that's fiber. And that's not just for old people. Isn't it? No. Mm. I think anybody that needs to have better bowel health. How's your bowel health? Good? Yeah, it's surprising sometimes. <laughs> oh, gosh. Because, you know, I, uh, I'll, have, uh, I'll have good days, bad days. Some days I'm really surprised. I was caught way off guard, <laughs> like a Pearl Harbor incident about a month ago. Okay. I took too long at the mall. No, at Kroger. And I thought... I got time. Well, I was 
that was an internal Are we conflict. Or no. n- yes. oh. <laughs> an internal conflict. Where your your sphincter is fighting so hard. Yes. Yeah. How did, it, did it, who won the battle? Well. Did you go to the bathroom in Kroger? No. I, I was trying to make it home, and then I... You live near... You're super close to a Kroger, right? No. I, well, I chose the marketplace. So yeah, that's I what's was weird about you. You'll drive away. across town to go to the same store, but a different version of it. Do you buy things in the marketplace side of Kroger? No. Because you live... But I like having the option. I don't care that I... I don't... I just stay in my, like, two or three aisles. Meat, soft drink, <laughs> and sometimes candy. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to say what three aisles you hit up at the grocery store, it would be meat and soft drink and candy. But I like knowing that if I if, if I remember I need some sort of deodorant or hair tonic. Lee, they have all that in the I regular Kroger. Go, no, not to the expanse that the marketplace does. Lee, the marketplace has like furniture and yeah. more um, storage items, clothing. Also detergent and things like Lee, that. Lee, they have detergent at regular Kroger. Yes. What do you think is not at Well, I, I do look at the shoes at Croker. That's how old I've gotten. <laughs> I've never bought any. I you don't, look at the shoes at I Kroger? I always think, I wonder if they're going to pull something off. Uh-huh. Could they surprise me today? Uh-huh. They don't. I would never wear that <laughs> unless they paid me. When I grew, when I was growing up, there was a Kmart in my hometown that when I was a kid, they had the most banging shoe section. And I remember one time they had two pairs of shoes I wanted. They had the knockoff version of the now repopular Steve Madden black platform slides with the black band across the top. Mm. And I wanted those and then some other strappy shoes. And I went to my mom. She was like grocery shopping. And I went to my mom and I was like, they've got two pairs of shoes I need. Thinking mm. like, she's going to get them for me. And she was like, you don't need any more shoes. And I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I just hallucinated. I, you said I don't need any more shoes. We go to visit my grandmother. Like a week later, I get my grandmother alone. And I'm like, listen. <laughs> There's two pairs of shoes I need at Kmart. Yeah. I need you to get them for me. Right. She's like, well, what my baby wants, she's going to get. We're going to get it. She outed me to my mom so quick. We're at the dinner table that night. And she said, well, next time I come to visit, I know I'm headed to Kmart to get Haley Catherine two new pairs of shoes. And I was like, oh, no. Crazy. And what was the look? My mom was like, oh, really? And I was like, what a great idea. <laughs> I want to do the same thing. Yeah. Anyway, I did get both pairs of those shoes. Of course you did. <laughs> And I wore them a lot. Loved them. Slides? I those, still remember or those them. Like, what is slides? You wore it to pull? No, you know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking they about. They were very popular in like the late 90s, early 2000s. Black, not slides, like athletic slides. They're like platform black, and you do slide your foot into them. Is the heel exposed? Yes, your heel is exposed. The front of your I foot never understood is those covered. Shoes. Yeah, well, they're back again. What if there's an incident where you have to run? Godzilla yeah. has shown on shore, and now we've got to run. That's the best example you can that's give a good one. of me needing to run. Yes, what if that scenario? Soon you think I'm going to call you and go, Lee, you're right about the Godzilla thing. Yeah. He's here, and I have stubbed my toes. Yeah. No, I mean, so you think I should work. Sorry, my nose is, like, itching all of a sudden. Let me just get one good itch in, and we're good. Here we go. I just Sorry feel like for I- everybody watching on YouTube. Well, sorry, it was like itching. I kept having to rub it. It's like I felt like I got lint on there or something. Anyway, um, you think all people should wear closed-toed shoes at all times because of the threat of Godzilla? Well, I just gave a scenario where, you know, everybody's running and you need to go. But you've put on stupid shoes and now you can't. Mm -hmm. I see young men wearing flip-flops or... 
That's really your. You know, and I hate that. Yeah, that's. I hate that anyway. But I always think you think. What if you have to defend your woman? You're walking with a girl, and you're wearing these little stupid flip flops. What if a guy jumps you? What are you supposed to do? Has that ever happened to you? (laughs) No, because I wear a sensible shoe. (laughs) No. Has a guy ever jumped you? I'm prepared if they do. Okay, you're ready. Now, when you say a guy jumps me, what do you mean? Okay, I don't mean like a pass, like you complimented him in an interview and he took you up on it. Man, you're handsome. Yeah. I've heard you say that. That is something you do. Okay, speaking of exaggeration, have you seen this new trend on TikTok? I would want someone to say it to me. Say what? If they felt overwhelmed by it and said, good Lord, you're handsome. What do you think it is that they would point at? Like, Oh, about me? Yeah. I don't think Or what do you would. hope it is? That They've they... never done it. Well, what do you... <laughs> but I would like it if someone did. That's why I do it. I think it's... I, why, why hide the compliment? I love to compliment people. You've never complimented me. That is not true. You always say that. Name one time. I don't know because I do it so often. Like, I'll always be like, oh, you look nice today. I like this combo. Well, that has nothing to do with me. That's threats. You chose the outfit? <laughs> Hardly. You what know, do you want I me to I have comp- a team put puts me together. <laughs> <laughs> you have dressers? Yes. Like the kings? Yes. My dresser. Um, no, speaking of uh, exaggeration. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. Well, I've got a pickle in my pickle. I don't want people to see what kind of cup this is, so let me cover the brand. The cup? What is that? An oil barrel? What in the world? Yeah, and the price of oil has gone up. Mm. <sighs> anyway. Enjoy a tasty beverage with us. Yeah. Um, it's a new trend on TikTok that I've seen, and people, it's a new way to describe, like, just something crazy. Like, the, it's like everything's already crazy, and now it's hit the fever pitch of craziness. Like, in a good way. People say they hit the Pentagon. Right. And so I just now discovered this. Oh, that's what you say. You say it like someone, I saw someone use it as in, like, Taylor Swift, her surprise songs were so good at one of her shows. They were like, the audience, they hit the Pentagon. Yeah, so it's, you've one-upped it. Yes. Yes, the next level. Yes. They've taken that horrible tragedy. Yeah. And turned it into a catchphrase. Yeah, basically. Right. Yeah. So anyway, I feel like that's something you could use because you like to exaggerate a lot. Why stop? What are your at, thoughts? Why you think stop it's... at that tragedy? What else do you want to go to? Oh man, that's a Pearl Harbor. That's a Hindenburg. Yes. People already kind of say that. They do. I've never heard. One it. of my friends describes mm. bad things as, and that's my nine eleven. Good God. That's not okay. Well, Pentagon is not. It's all the same. But they're not saying, they're just saying it in a good way. Like the extremity of something is so extreme. Because that was when 9-11 was already really bad. And then the Pentagon was like, what? Yeah, I think we're under attack. Yeah. I mean, that solidified it. Mm -hmm. And where were you? It was at Disney World. The Senior Center. Disney World Senior Center. No, just I was on my way to Disney World when it happened. Were you there or were you on your way? I'm seeing holes in your story. No, I was tr- I was staying off property. Back in those days, I couldn't afford to be on property. <laughs> so you were in a tent next door? I had to stay uh, How camp out. How does anyone <laughs> afford Disney now? I don't know. I don't understand. It's the average stupid. human family, as why did I say human? The average American family, how? Mm, save up. For how long? Like, I truly don't understand. Like, I feel like going to Disney is the biggest status symbol in the world now. I don't know. A lot of people poke fun at it, but 
I love it. And I, those I people love that poke it. fun at it I need to realize both. how much money it costs. I'm sorry I was speaking. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I love it both sincerely and ironically. I, I can do both. I can live both those worlds. That was kind of fun. Yeah. Mimicry. What are you do- I'm not going to do that. Almost had you. <laughs> I thought about it. I was like, eh. no. Speaking of, Lee hit me so hard. Right in the, in the puss. Right in the Okay. Now, that's what my dad calls his mouth. I was going to say, you're sure. That he Did calls your dad just make that up? <laughs> no, or is that no, a thing people say? It's an thing. It came from the 30s. So people would it call their face. It was a gangsta the, thing the, to say. The, the, oh, it's your right in the push. Oh. <laughs> like you push your lips and it's your right in the push. Yeah. Oh, that's where it came from? I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the first time Lee ever threw that out because I'd never heard it I before. I think we were on broadcast TV. I think we were, and I literally nearly—I was like, "Well, we fit the Pentagon. This is so yeah. extreme." No, I couldn't believe it. I was like, "What are you saying?" And he was like, "I mean, your face, doll." Yeah. I was like, "What?" Hit you right in the puss. Anyway, um, what did you mean? I hit you. When did I hit you? Did oh, you? I did. We're in the interview. I apologize. I'm sorry. Thank you. I was waiting on it. I didn't hit you. I touched you, but I didn't mean to. I was expressing myself. <laughs> we were in the middle of our interview with the certified hypnotist asking what all it's going to entail. Very serious thing about helping people use hypnosis to quit smoking or have less anxiety or lose weight. And Lee decides to expand and expound upon his topic. And we're sitting next to each other. He flings this hand out and hits me so hard in my right breast and then just goes, oh, uh. Did T Rex arms and was like, oh, sorry. Anyway, goes back to and the hypnotist. Thank God he had the decency to just pretend he didn't notice that I took actually a it was right, his fault. A right. What he suggested that to me earlier in the day. That'll make her sleep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Noah did that to me. Noah days uh, last year one time on a shoot, and it doesn't. You know, it happens. Yeah, it's just it's like hitting anybody anywhere. It's fine. You going to run off it up? He acted as if he had accidentally beheaded me. It was like, Haley, I'm so sorry. I hope that we don't well, have no this. Day. He's a nervous Nelly. Yes. But anyway, I forgave him promptly. Mm. You, I will not. Have you ever been accidentally hit in the Bojangles? <laughs> uh, yes. Not accidentally. When's the last time? Sometimes you, if you're with a uh, person of interest... Uh, Give me your best shot. Is that what you do? <laughs> you know, That's your pickup uh, Whether line. you're dating the them or you're in a relationship of some sort. I, 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 and I really want to communicate to the women folk, if I may. Okay, we're listening. You may have a fella in your life that is affectionate in a physical way where he likes to roughhouse. And I mean that within the confines of... Innocent play. I'm not talking about anywhere near abuse. But, like, he likes to, hey, wrestle a little bit. Or he, he likes to tickle you a little bit. You know, you know find a soft spot and make you go, woohoo. You know, you want to, there's a lot of guys like that stuff. You know, they want to. What are you talking about? Well, I'm getting to it. So are guys, you talking about in the bedroom? No. Oh, it okay. could be anywhere. You're just hanging out and you just want to start. It could be in gym. the bedroom, but it could be. It could it could be at uh, Kroger. Okay, but you know it's just a, well, I consider that play, and I also consider that you know uh, small arms fire. <laughs> what I have seen in the past and have been told by 
other gentlemen I've talked to about this. Mm -hmm. Sometimes women will go nuclear. <laughs> Why? Why? Why not just, you know, give them the business, hit them in the puss, whatever you got to do. But don't go nuclear. What are you talking about? Do the things when who's you go to the family jewels. Lee, who's doing this to you? All the time. All these Every time I'm trying to just leave church, <laughs> I have an old lady. So if you're dating someone, you like to just like tickle, oh, yeah, jab, just like wrestle. You're playing around and, and then she just, just punches you're watching you? watching TV and yelling, you know, stop it. <laughs> And then they end your life, essentially. Like, why would you do that? We're not at that level. Why did you escalate well, to maybe... nuclear war? Do you understand my point? Yeah. Why? Because no, it's an easy I, out. You, could be you know a, if listen the game plays me. over. You could be in a bar fight with a bitter enemy. Men understand this. Okay. And we're throwing you punches. You can't, though, because you've never been in a fight, but you've got the right shoes for it, just in case. <laughs> and you're throwing jabs? Haymakers, uppercuts, uppercuts. Mm -hmm. all of it. The whole thing. Yeah, body you're blows. Them, yeah, you're giving them everything. But men have an understanding, I'm not going to punch you there mm. unless Gentleman's it's... rules. Yeah, life or defending your life. That's the only time you'd ever do that. Why would you... There's a level of respect there. We don't do that. Hmm. Well, I mean, And any guy who does do that is kicked out of the club because there are some guys who... I remember in high school running around and flick a fella. I've flicked a fella. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, and I guess like, I know I've been in those situations where it's like you're wrestling playing, but sometimes you just want it to be over. You're like, quit. And the surefire off switch is a little jibber jabber in the jib and jabbers. That is uncalled for. You started it with the tickling. Yeah, you Men don't understand this. They don't understand cause and effect. I'm sure we do. If she, here's the thing, I, I'm not, I'm never going to hit someone and destroy their manhood, but it's the easy way out. Just a little flick here, a little jab there. No, I'm not going to punch a guy in the crotch. Why go there at all? He's not doing that to you. What? What? So well, it's although, not the same. I know. Obviously it's not. Yeah. It just, it, it, I think it's too much. I have watched a lot of action movies lately and I think you're right. In every action fight scene, they're not kicking each other in the crotch. Mm -mm. By the way, I saw the beekeeper. Did you? Yeah, that was good. With Jason Statham? Yeah, no, I, I wasn't completely satisfied with the ending. I'm not going to give it away. But overall, it's what it is. It's a revenge flick, and mm -hmm. uh, I like I like Jason Statham. I like righteous anger. I yes. love righteous anger. There is no better feeling than when you're furious at someone and you know you're right. And she you've got them nailed to the wall. Took me. What? She was the only lady ever took care of me. Oh. Felicia Rashad. She was the only lady ever to kill me. How many times are you going to say that? I don't know until I finally find it. There, I'm trying you to tell totally. I finally there. find it there. Yeah. you got to find it like Jason Statham. Where's he from? He's from <laughs> Maybyville. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Where is he from? England, Where right? is he from? from England. Is he English? Look it up. Hey, Siri. Where is Jason Statham from? He's from Shirebrook, England. Wait, is that England? I'm from Shirebrook. It's in Derbyshire. Jason Statham never says anything above this level here. It's always down here. It's always down here. Yeah. And Transporter. always, it's very breathy. He's very... And you know, his wife... I'm going to count to three. Are they married? I don't know if they're married, but they've been together a long time, Rosie. Well, why are you calling him his wife? Well, I thought... His girl? 
I guess I mean his partner. I think there may, but they may not be. I mean, it doesn't matter. Whatever. They're long-term partners. They have two children together, and they're in a relationship. Uh, Rosie Huntington Whiteley, the supermodel. She had has a YouTube channel. I've watched a bunch of her stuff. She's just lovely. I never understood. Why is it you ladies love makeup tutorials? It's just fun. I mean, how many ways can there be to apply stuff to your face? So many ways. Really? But usually, my take on makeup is like, usually the way you learn the first time is going to be kind of the way you do it the rest of your life. Like, you can make some changes here and there and swap in new And products. how do you learn that? Is that is there a seminar? Do you watch your mother? Or do you figure it out on I your own? I watched my mom growing up, and she kind of showed me how stuff works. But then when I was growing up, there was no YouTube. There was none of that. I looked at magazines of celebrities, yeah. like pictures of them at award shows so you and just stuff. Try to and mimic, I'd look. You try to figure out this. how they do that. Yeah, or then, like, go to the makeup counter and ask how to... And the celebrity you were looking at, B. Arthur. No, back in the day, it was Britney Spears and Britney Spears alone. No? I was always looking at her makeup. Um, well, that explains a lot. Yeah. What? What? Don't. don't this don't. podcast is not no, a safe place for not. any Britney hate. No. She is a lovely, dynamic, no. beautiful human yes. being. She's all there. That's my off-limits person. Don't you dare disparage my uh, Just so we understand the rules, we can make Pentagon jokes. I didn't make a joke about the Pentagon. But we can't say anything about Britney. What do you mean you didn't make a joke about the Pentagon? I'm not saying that the, what happened at the Pentagon isn't horrible. And I didn't start it. Who started it on TikTok? I'm not doing this again. I didn't start the Britney thing. Uh, no, no. I got Talk to her dad. Not me. I'm not the one locked her up in a conservatorship. <laughs> Those that are listening on the audio version, we just held a long stare at each other and held our hands out like, are we square? Okay. We're good. Anyway, um, okay, well, so today at the hypnotherapist, you said you want to work on... Um, eating better. Eating better. More, more discipline than anything. Just discipline. Really, you want... To, now, let me ask you this. You wanted a kick in the pants. We, to, I was asking the question. Do you mind? <laughs> like, I'm still in the middle of the question. Knew our editor is off screen, and he's listening, and he's even was like, what... He's sick of the way you treat me. Oh okay. God. No, I was asking the question. And in the middle of asking the question, you but said. I know when you're about to be redundant, though. I've known you for 10 years. Seems longer. Anyway. Say it again. What the? F <laughs> it proved, proved my point. No, go ahead. No, I was going to ask you this. Because you and I gave them generic soft topics for television. Well, yeah. Okay. But while you were being put under, uh -huh. did you think, maybe I should give him some hard-hitting stuff to really help me? Oh, yeah. I did, too. Oh, yeah. I thought that as well. Yeah. I thought, you know what? I may come back here and give him some real heavy lifting to do. Mm -hmm. Put that in my noodle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let me see if I can fix it. Do you want to know? I'm going to open up a little here. Do you want to know something sad? Yeah. And I kind of knew it, but I... When he said it, it made me sad, but also kind of like, oh, one of the things when he was hypnotizing me, because my main thing was I want to be more organized and just sticking with goals and things, because I can be bad about starting something and never finishing it. Yeah. So one of the things he said was in order to do that, he's like, think of a time in your life where you felt really confident and really proud of yourself and really, really happy. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't think of a single time. Really? You really. couldn't go back? No. He said, go back over your whole life. Confident. And I was like... I couldn't think of a single time. A, I felt under pressure because we were filming it for the show. Yeah. So I didn't really have time to think. But B, I was like, I don't know. And that is something I do struggle. And this may come as a shock to people. 
I don't know, just because I seem so outgoing and stuff, but I struggle with self-confidence a lot of the time. Feeling like I'm not good enough or smart enough or pretty enough or funny enough or just enough, really. And so that made me really sad. And I do think part of it was I was under pressure and felt like I, I got to think of something, but I couldn't think of anything. Mm -hmm. But I was like, oh, man, I need to work. And that's one of the things he said he can use hypnosis to work on is self-confidence. Building in those, in that I, internal dialogue. There was not a moment in high school over at the sure Friendship that, High School or when you were in Middle Tennessee. No, I'm sure there is. Well, like I was homecoming queen in high school. I know that I felt great that day. <laughs> but I don't know. Now looking back, I'm kind of like, did I? That was a long time ago. You know, I guess I did. I guess I, I felt pretty. I just realized I, felt I was homecoming queen too. You were? Yeah, in a mock vote. Yeah. Oh. They wanted High to school send is probably the last time I felt truly confident in a lot of scenarios. See, I didn't feel confident in high school. Yeah. I was the shortest guy on the basketball team. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't get the girl I wanted. Yeah. I was, it was just thwarted at every turn. I felt like a villain. Like I'm at some point I'm going to get all you guys. Uh, 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 the origin story. Yes. One time one of my friends did mushrooms. I don't condone illegal drugs. And she doesn't either. It just was a one-off. And she, the next day when she had sobered up, while she was high, she wrote a note to herself in her Apple notes. <laughs> I've made her read it to me like a hundred times. Mm -hmm. It says <laughs> something to the effect of, it's perfectly, it makes perfect sense. It's to complete sentences, but the basics of it is, it says, is this the beginning of my villain origin yeah, story? Right, right. If it's all going wrong, would anyone even notice? Yeah. It was something to that effect, but the words, my villain origin story, mm -hmm. was where her brain was when she was high on shrooms. Sure. And I, I'm going to text her and ask her for that, and I'll read it to do you. Do I know her? Week. Yes, you do. Okay. Yeah. And it is, so she was like, I don't know why I did this. Here I, and she was like at a bar with a bunch of people and friends. She said, I was having a great time, but I must have gone to the bathroom and like, I got to write this down. I'm thinking these thoughts. Right. No, but I thought when I was, and, and again, I had to fight it because he was, he was putting me under. You said on the way, you were like, he's not going to be able to do it because I got to stay lucid to do the show. I can't do comedy and be under one minute in. And I see Lee like. Well, no, I gave into it because it's like, well, this poor, he's so earnest. You know, he's, he's he's he's. He's real at it, Lee. He's a practitioner. Yes, He's certified. I know, and I didn't want to sit there and blow it up with jokes the entire time. Yeah. We had enough funny. So I thought, well, let's try it out. But then all of a sudden I thought, well, like, I still got to have some control here. Mm -hmm. And then when he was getting me to relax, all of a sudden yeah. I'm like, oh, good Lord, it's working. It I was, can't lift my arms. Yeah. I got to fight it. And For, I fought it. When I knew you were under, it was the drooling and the farting. Yeah. Well, no, that was before. <laughs> that was before. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He said, get really relaxed. You're like, all right. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting. It was really cool. It was very relaxing. Also this week, we took sound baths. We did. We did some lot of like kind of maybe alternative medicine right. type things. Um, I found that relaxing. That was cool. Yeah, we went to the sound healing center. A lady beats on a bucket. It's not a bucket. It's a crystal bowl. Well, bucket bowl. Whatever. Okay. But anyway, it makes a weird humming noise. It sounds like feedback sometimes. Mm -hmm. Other times it's beautiful. Yeah. And then... Uh, the tones put you to sleep. It was really, really enjoyable. What did you like more, being hypnotized or the sound bath? I well, know. and both of them, we don't have a full, we did like abbreviated versions of both, and we were talking yeah, to We were there to make jokes. But I do want to go back, the, actually, the, probably I, to both. Yeah, I would, the, the hypnotist would probably, I think I could get into that. Yeah, you think I so? need him to suggest a few things for me to start saying no to some people. 
What he did with you sounded really good because your main thing is you want to stop just eating junk food and just be healthier overall. What he did for you was really good. I know. But I'm saying, no, I because I was in the room when he was doing your session. I was in the room when he was doing your session. Lee, this isn't a competition. I know. I'm just saying what he did for you was really good. He was giving you You gained stuff from it, too, though. Because what did I was about I? to say is that I gained stuff from listening to what you said. I thought it was a great representation. Oh. Because what he described to you was a fork in the road. And to the left is following the diet pattern you're on now, which yeah. is eating unhealthy for a year. He right. said now. But go, you could apply that to anything in life. Yeah. He said, or come back and feel the relief of now knowing you. Didn't that go year down that hasn't path. happened. He said, now go a year down the other path. And I just thought that was really good. That's a great way to stop negative behaviors that are hurting you. Right. To envision a year ahead. Because it's so easy to keep doing a bad behavior. The mindset that we all have, like diet culture or anything, is I'll start on Monday. Diet starts tomorrow. And even if you start. But I am then, going to Vegas this week. Then you're like, okay. Even if you start, you're like, well, what's one more time? Who cares? I can start tomorrow. I, you know, I, I'm going to Vegas. Yeah. I don't want to start now. Well, you got to weigh in when you get back. No, no I'm just kidding. You don't got to weigh in. Anyway. Um, you know, the fittest people on earth don't weigh themselves. Yeah, because it's not all tied to. Yeah, it's chasing yeah. the numbers on the scale is ridiculous, I think. Mm -hmm. A better measurement is how you feel and how you look. A great measurement for me is how my jeans fit. When I pull on a pair right. of jeans in the morning and I'm like, ooh, I've been eating a lot of apples this week. Mm. Or if I pull them on and I'm like, suck in to zip these babies up. I'm like, too many taters. Well, the the shame in, in the mistake I made was when I got to my ideal weight, I thought I sustained it, so I invested a lot of money in wardrobe. <laughs> and now all I have to wear is that peak physical condition clothing that now looks like an exploded can of biscuits. Yeah. yeah. Why did you throw away... You were just so confident. I was that or were you confident. Trying to trap I whipped yourself? it. I knew how to be healthy, but then <laughs> life comes. Yeah. And it whips you. Hits you right in the puss. Right in the puss. And then you go, "Oh, I'm sad. Let me eat something." Mm. The lobster comfort. mac and cheese. But I, I was serious though today when I said, "I think a lot of my problem is I grew up so poor yeah. that I was hungry a lot." Mm -hmm. And now I just need. Mm -hmm. No, you've it, mentioned it stuff comforts like that to me, me yeah. and then I, you know, I can. That, that's what I cope with. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I'm obese or fat, but I'm certainly out of shape. Yeah. And I'd rather just lay there and eat and cope instead of doing what makes me feel good and just work out mm -hmm. angrily. It just makes you feel good in different ways, but then you need to think of the short and long term effects too. I don't think about that. Okay, well, I'm saying maybe you should, and yeah. that's kind of what he was saying, too. But now, here, can I say this for you? Okay. Yes. You said you couldn't remember a moment when you were confident, but I will tell you when I'm in public and people ask me about you, and especially women. Okay. They are shocked to learn all your secrets that I tell them. What? <laughs> what? Yes. That you... I do like confidence. Why are you telling people this? I'm drunk. Are you serious? Get out of here. Don't try to Don't shake my hand. Talk about Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, people will go, oh, she she is so wonderful and life must come to her so easy. She's just on top of it all. You know, they say all these things. No. And then I take a swig. <laughs> you say, ha, ha, ha. She's got you fooled. No, I, I say, no, no. She's like anybody else who has self-doubts. No, yeah, I got I got issues. I got problems. 
I got pains. No, um, I read it. It's not a bad thing, I'm saying. But I think a lot of people are stunned to know that you're insecure about certain things. Oh, yeah. No, and I've had people say that to me before. Um because I'm a lifelong anxiety sufferer, and I've talked about that on previous, on our TV show, but on other podcasts I've had, especially like whole mental health episodes. Um, and that has been, a lot of people are shocked by that. Because they're like, you just seem so off the cuff and fun and happy all the time. And you do live TV. How can you be anxious and do live TV? And I'm like, I That's don't know. That's job, though. That's different. It is, but the average person wouldn't be able to do it. And I do think that my anxiety does help me be a better off the cuff TV personality. Yeah, because your mind is always in self-defense I'm always mode. 10 steps ahead. I already know what I'm going to say in 10 seconds. No matter what happens, I'm already there. So Because you you have to figure out the problem to the uncomfortableness you may be feeling. Mm-hmm. So you've got all these targets chosen already as whatever I'm saying right now. Mm-hmm. This is why you and I are us. is because mm-hmm. I saw the same thing that I have. Is as you're speaking, I'm not really... I am listening, but I'm more about targeting the opportunity yeah. to find the punchline to make the joke. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the way the comic mind works. Yeah, It's always trying to solve the puzzle of phrase association and how do I make what you said funny. That's the way your mind works. Now, you do it for a different reason. Because Is that a can of ginger death. soda between your legs, or are you just excited to see new? <laughs> knew it. Um, last question on this topic, and then we'll get to our um, staff submitted questions. Which again, send us any of your topics that you want us to uh, respond one of them to. Maybe in- from a, a listener or a viewer. Oh, good. Okay. Send them to ideas at leeandhaley.com. Send them in. It could be any topic you want to talk about. If you have a question or concern or not concern, we're concerned. Men were concerned. If you have questions or anything, a topic, random topic you want us to respond to, email those to us. But um, right now we're going to do our um, viewer submitted or staff submitted ones. But before that, what's your favorite guilty pleasure food? Guilty pleasure food. Mine is Captain D's. I recently saw someone post oh. about it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I haven't had Captain D's in forever. And when I tell you I used to crush so hard on Captain D's when I was a kid, and I've got it on my brain, I'm going to be in that drive through at Captain D's pretty soon. What's a food that you feel like, oh, I know this is terrible for me, but I don't care? White Castle. I was doing comedy in Frankfurt because my career has skyrocketed. And uh, I stopped both nights at the White Castle. It was well, near the venue, and I went into the drive-thru and got me two big doubles loaded with cheese, and I know they're not good for me. They're so good, though. They're tasty. I may get one now. No, I'm hypnotized. I can't. Good luck to you. You ready for some questions? Ready for some questions. These are the first time we are well, seeing one, these. Well, first one comes from our producer, Bridget. I, oh, I, yeah. I remember this. Okay, she texted it to us, so we did get a sneak peek at this one. All right, yeah. what is Bridget? Bridget wants to know, worst time or worst experience at a bar? <sighs> Does something spring to mind for you? For you? Yeah, several. But for me, um, let me think about this. Well, no, can't share that one. (laughs) It's one that just recently happened, but I can't share that one. Well, no. Does it involve our attorney? Yes. Always. (laughs) This isn't a bad story, but this is a bar story that springs to mind. When my first job in television was in Bowling Green, Kentucky at WBKO, and me and some of the other on-air girls, we went out for drinks on a Friday night. Mm -hmm. And a man, the bar was absolutely packed. We somehow got a booth, and we're sitting there. 
Um, and it was my favorite bar there called 440. Um, and I don't think it's there anymore. But anyway, a guy comes up very inebriated and then just goes, hello, girl. We were like, hello. And he was like, are you Haley Harmon from The Morning Show? And I was like, yes. And he was like, I really want to give you this. And just hands me a $20 bill. <laughs> and I was like, oh, sir, I can't take your money. And my other friend was like, uh, the hell she can and takes yeah. it and yeah. holds on to it. He's like, we're buying a round of drinks. I'm sorry, I don't know why. And he just gave it to me. He was like, just love watching you. So next time you see Lee and I in public, if you want to give us hard, cold American tender. I'll take it. Well, I'll take it. Or you can Venmo. I've grown up. I'm more mature now. I will take your money. I, I, here's a horrible story. I went to go see my buddy Dan Air Dennis play guitar. Yes. Well, actually, I like to show up when he's done so I can enjoy myself. Okay. But uh, he was at an establishment, and I thought, I got to go to the restroom. And I'm walking in, and it's a tiny one-seat restroom, mm. and a gentleman walks out, and he goes, it's hot in there. And I thought, temperature-wise? Yeah, what is he? No. The vents blow? He meant something else had happened. It's hot in there. As in, that's the way... You know, the EPA would talk to each other about a nuclear disaster. Yeah, at a train derailment. It's hot that, there. Yeah. That was. I don't know what was going on in there, where it came from, or what happened. But I started to gag <laughs> as I was relieving myself. Oh! Blah, blah, just trying to get through it. <laughs> Did you go alert staff? Oh, there's no point. What? You could just have to torch this place. I would have gone to the... There was no saving it. Oh, it was that hot. Yes, it was that hot. Interesting his description of hot. I would have been like, it's bad in there. Yeah, I didn't know what it meant. I went, hot. If I was him, I would have done two things. First, I thought, oh, I love to be warm. Oh, my God. Maybe it'll be nice in there. No. (laughs) Oh, that's awful. All right, here's a submission. Okay. This is from our photographer, Caleb. Okay. Uh... Uh-oh. Talk about the point in your life where you wanted to pursue a career in broadcasting. Oh, that's a good one. A villain origin story. I'm not, I'm not sure he knows how to spell pursue because he spelled Percy. <laughs> how do you spell pursue? P-U-R. Is that pursue? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. That threw me off. He spelled it P-E-R-S. Maybe I E. No, I think he's. I don't know. Or maybe you. I don't know. About the time, Lee, tell us about the time in your life you wanted to Percy a career broadcast. Um, I don't know when I didn't. I kind of, yeah, same. I kind of always knew. I always, I, I grew up loving the news and I knew that I wanted to do something in TV. I just thought that would be so great. So I went into college and I've told this story. You may have heard it before on other mediums, but I, um, yeah, knew I wanted to do it. So I went to Middle Tennessee State University. Because um, they had a great broadcasting program. And I, the first day of my very first class, I got absolutely terrified. Because uh, I guess they try to weed out everyone that wants to be on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't just want to be on TV. I wanted to do journalism and stuff. And so, I, But I was scared at how many students there were. Because I was from a small town where there were mm-hmm. 60 people in my high school graduating class. Suddenly, I'm in an intro to media class with 500 other students. And I'm like, I'm going to be up against all these other beautiful, I'm thinking of women, all these other beautiful women for the very small number of local news jobs that there are. I was like, there's no way I'm going to do it. That's where my, probably where my self-confidence first went like, oh, I'm not, you know, big fish, little pond (laughs) anymore, little fish, big pond now. And so um, I actually changed majors for like a semester because at the time I was a pharmacy tech and I thought, well, I could be a pharmacist. 
Mm. I'm smart enough. I could do this. Great. It'll be fine. It's not what I want to do, but I'll make good money. It'll be fine. I, I uh, then continued working at the pharmacy, and I was like, well, my feet hurt from standing up all day. I guess I'll take a stab at broadcasting again. So that's how it happened. And then I changed my major back, and there we go. And then the very professor who was actually the dean of the – College of Communication, who, um, uh, Dr. Dennis O'Neill, he actually just passed away a few months ago. He What was it? Murder? I f- got my revenge. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was the one that scared me in that intro class. He ended up becoming my mentor. Yeah. Because he was like my advisor or something, and he ended up being one of the most valuable influences on me in my tenure at MTSU and in the communications program. He helped me get my internships. He helped me... Um, they, we had a live show that we produced interviewing the president of the university, um, and I auditioned for it, and he helped me get it. And, yeah, he ended up – he scared me out of the program, and then he s- molded me into who I am now. That's what a leader does. Yeah. That's what I try to do with our staff. Yeah. Scare the crap out of them. Make them want to leave. And then mold them into a tight unit. That's right. Now, watch you get angry with this statement. Can I tell you something? So – you're so good at what you do when it comes to uh, being a news reader. You're good. Really? Don't. Just saying news reader already is rude. Yes. Yes. Because you may be the best, I'm not kidding, talk show host when it comes to doing what we do in the country. I don't know that there's any girl in America that could touch you. With the wit and the witty repartee, the whole package. Nobody is as good as you are in the country. In the country. Which country? Well, I didn't say which country. (laughs) (laughs) The People's Republic of Monaco. (laughs) Well, gosh, thank you. And I I know that... Sometimes I feel like... I just, I know you're good. And I'm being honest. You're a good news reader. Journalist, whatever stop, you want. Stop, stop. You can be, I appreciate the compliment, but you don't have to dog my previous career. Well, I'm not I dogging was it. a journalist, reporter, news yes, anchor. you're good at that. Thank you. Don't good say newsreader and then in air quotes. For those of you listening, he did air quotes around the word journalist. <sighs> well, you know, how I feel about it. About journalism? Yeah, where is it? Well, you're not allowed to watch any documentaries ever again. I love documentaries. Because that's like long-form journalism. Yes. Nope, Sorry. That's what I love. You dog journalism, you don't ever get to watch a documentary again. See, I told you she'd get mad. I'm just saying you can compliment and not be mean about the other thing. No, but I, I, well, I'm not being mean about it. I gave you a compliment. I said, you're good. You're saying I was good at that, but maybe my talents were wasted just doing that. Obviously, because you're the best at this. Well, thank you very much. All I appreciate right. that. Sometimes I feel like as a woman, it's people don't like it if you're confident. That's another reason I think my self-confidence is down, because I also feel like it's perceived negatively if a woman feels good about herself. And so I need to remember, that's okay. I need to feel good about myself. All right, one more question, uh, and then we got to wrap this up. Well, we got several. Oh, okay. Well, let's go then. Uh, we can finish these. We'll, do, we'll, we'll go quick. Uh, this is from a viewer. Al. Al works in production here at the TV station. Well, Al, Al is the nephew of Shecky Green. Okay. And that's true. Oh, wait, that is true. Yeah, Shecky Green's a famous comic. Yeah. He's dead. But... Uh, manscaping, yes or no? Yes. What is your answer? Uh, I agree. Okay. Th- wh- yes. Yeah, because you get waxed every month. What? <laughs> 
It's not every month. We've talked about this on the, it's, it's every two weeks. It's three weeks. <laughs> uh, Which you're welcome for that. What do you mean? We booked a segment on this show where you had to get a Brazilian wax because you lost a golf bet. Because you clubbed me wrong. You gave me an eight iron. Lee, I don't know the difference in them, okay? You did it on purpose. Uh, the only thing I know about irons is that they get they get wrinkles out of stuff. Mm. You said, hand me an iron. You're lucky I didn't hand you I a hot one. I needed a five iron. Which celebrity would you choose to be your best friend? I think this comes from the weather boy, Dylan Godet. Dylan Godet, meteorologist on ABC 36. Yeah. Uh, one of our very good friends. Which celebrity would you choose to be your best friend? I kind of like Gosling. I like that guy. Yeah. Jason Statham would be a good guy to hang out with in case there's a fight. I mean, the answer everyone's going to hate is I'd say Taylor Swift. I think she'd be. We're, we're, uh, you can't go anywhere with her, though. Gosling, you could I'd go, go everywhere with her. <laughs> yeah, but you got to have an entourage. Beyond it's... her, I'd say Emma Stone. I bet Emma Stone would be so hilarious. Yeah. Even Jennifer Lawrence, maybe. Oh, I'd hang out with Jennifer Lawrence. Netflix and chill. <laughs> he learns what it is, and now he can't stop saying it. Uh, okay, Lee, pick a tattoo for Haley, and then you pick a tattoo for me. What would I pick for you? Are we going to hurt each other and embarrass each other for the rest of no, our natural lives? We don't have to. Where do you want it? You want it prominent? If I got a tattoo, I right might. Right on the face. I might do my face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I might do like my inner wrist or I might do somewhere you don't see a lot, like maybe butt. My, my butt. My butt. No, I might do like the inside of my foot, like yeah. kind of the inside heel under the ankle bone, maybe mm -hmm. right there. So if I'm on shoes, you can't see it sometimes. I would do the upper gum. You'd have to raise my lip to see it. And how, who would raise your lip? Who would be like, I've got to see Somebody, if they're thinking about buying me, would come oh, by okay. and look at it. Okay, if I was going to get a tattoo, yeah, what 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 tattoo would you make me get? Or what do you think would be a good tattoo for me? I would uh, give, give you your alliteration, the double H. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get my own initials tattooed on me. All right, how about this way up <laughs> with an arrow? In case in my old age I get well, loose you know, so I look down and I'm like, oh. I, I, was, I was thinking more of a navigational beacon, but whatever. Oh, for? For whatever. For whatever. Purpose. Okay. It could be a surgeon. And you want yours on the inside of your upper lip? Yeah. Now, I don't know where I'll put it. Well, pick a location. You can put it wherever you want. I don't where want would you, put you to have a tattoo. I don't, I'm not a tattoo person. I'm not against them. They're just nothing I've ever considered because I'm too indecisive. Well, if I'm getting one, I'd like a sleeve. You want a sleeve? If I'm going to get one, let's go for it. I want a sleeve. I think sometimes I think that's pretty cool. If you're sitting there, you're going to flex a little bit. When do you sit there and flex a little bit? I don't bit? have a sleeve. There's no You point. would, though. You're... you're Amount of flexing arms would shoot up a thousand percent if you oh, had absolutely. a tattoo. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Bridget must be exhausted from all the flexing she's yeah. doing with all her tattoos. <laughs> no. Um, well, what is it? You're getting a sleeve. You want a sleeve. No, I didn't have to be a sleeve. You can put it wherever you want. Okay. I'd get yours um, maybe on the inside of your bicep right here. Okay. And it would say, Behold. Behold. Uh, oh, if you could kiss any person 
who has ever lived on earth, who would it be? Paul Newman. Yeah. Done. Done. A thousand times done. I think he is one of, ooh, I was going to say, and a close A second. young Paul Newman. Oh, young Paul Newman. Yeah. Young Paul Newman. Second like, is Robert Redford, Like Butch Redford, Cassidy era. Yeah. Secondly was Robert Redford. Yeah. Young Robert Redford. Those two. Oh! Sorry. One of the funniest lines ever in cinema history mm-hmm. is, uh, got enough dynamite there, Butch? Mm, so Love good. Love that. The so. deadpan delivery. Paul, no, it was Robert Redford delivered. To Paul. Mm. To Paul Newman because he over, <laughs> he put too much dynamite and blew the daggone train cart all the way up. So good. Got enough dynamite there, Butch? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize I felt that way, but I, that came to mind immediately. I was like, oh, Paul Newman. Okay, who's yours? Uh, who, oh, what, who? It, who is it? It's uh, Frank Sinatra's girl. Uh, what is her name? He had the a couple one, of girls. Yeah, I know, but the one he really loved. Because he, oh, what is it? It's on the tip of my tongue. Just Google it. Okay, boy, and it's a, uh, it's uh, oh, it's a, uh, uh, is it a Gabor? Yeah, what is it? Ava Gabor. Ava Gabor. Oh. You look at the photos of Ava Gabor. You talk. You can see why the chairman of the board was chasing her around. She ends up. Screwing him over with some guy in Italy or something like that. And he's got Frank Sinatra on his knees. And you see her and you go, well, yes, I see it, Frank. Francis Albert Sinatra. My goodness. Yes, Ava Gabor. Okay. Even the name, Ava Gabor. You're hitting syllables that are just decadent. Yeah, yeah, everything's very rich, very filled with sound, filled with pronunciation. Ava Gabor. All right, there you have it. Thanks for listening or watching today, guys. We appreciate it. This has been the Lee and Haley Show Overtime. Watch, listen, subscribe, whatever you do. We'll be back next week. We'll be back next week. Find the Lee and Haley Show uh, weekdays, wherever you can get us. Yes. Follow us on social media. See you next week. Bye.